Hi and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the 13th place finisher of Dark Forest, Trophy Wife, about determination and resignation. I'm joined today by the 13th placed finisher in Alliance Dark Forest, the sixth player eliminated uh, as she goes by on Discord, Trophy Wife. Hi. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, it's been, man, only like almost three weeks since uh, I talked to the last person from your season <laughs> and it's just been a a lot to to get everybody online and available and all that stuff uh not you of course like this was very easy to set up <laughs> so thank you for that um but yeah i'm curious and and excited to see where this conversation leads us same <laughs> <laughs> so i guess Firstly, um, you know, this being a season that is predominantly not people who had any real ties to FML, uh, you are another, you know, another person of that that I, I'm talking to. Uh, I don't know, like, wh- how did you find out about Alliance? What drew you to it? Why did you end up applying? That kind of stuff. I was on the wishlist Discord and clever had put out there that there was a game that was kind of like Survivor that we should all play. And then she had sent me like a private link. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? I don't have anything else to do because quarantine and everything was going on. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just was like, I like games. So I was like, I'll just give it a shot. I probably won't be that great at it. So let's just go for it. <laughs> so you, <laughs> yeah, that sounds sounds like uh clever. Uh, so um what I guess like what kind of I don't know, like were you familiar with and or a fan of Survivor at all leading into this? Not really. Like no. I've watched bits and tidbits on YouTube, but I've never like gotten into a season where I was like I'm going to watch a whole season. Like I just can't get into it like that. So I just watch bits and tidbits of it, like of challenges and stuff, and I always found them to be interesting. But no, I haven't watched a full season of Survivor. Gotcha. So what, I don't know, so like what did you even expect this would be at that rate? Honestly, I had no clue. I was like, I'm just going to throw myself into something. And I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to be in it. I don't even know if I'm going to talk a lot because usually when I meet strangers or whatever, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to talk. But then I realized shortly after joining that you needed to talk in order to actually progress in, in the Alliance game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 uh, so I guess we can kind of, skip to the marooning um when you join the server you know there's you know i don't don't know how many people were were part of it at that point but 
a dozen or so at least I'm guessing and and you know we ended up with 18 people in the cast uh and there's definitely a couple of people that played that you were familiar with yeah <laughs> <laughs> they all uh, the ones I was really familiar with were the ones that came from wish list and then I mm-hmm. kind of did not know anyone else there might have been two or three people out of the whole cast I knew Yes, I think if I I know Cheezus was one of them, and I think Rainicky, is that right? I knew Rainicky, Harpy, and Cheezus. Oh, I think, yes. yeah. Okay, uh, so uh, you end up on you don't you end don't end up on a on the first on a starting tribe with any of those three, but I guess just having any sort of understanding about who they are, like, were you hoping to play with them, hoping not to play with them? Uh, kind of i don't know like did you want that previous pre-existing relationship to be a factor well i didn't really know i didn't pay attention in the marooning i never i don't think i even talked in marooning at all to know who was actually playing and i don't think i had any hopes to be on a tribe with any of them i mean it would have made it easier to talk to someone but other than that like I don't think I had any hopes or thoughts of what it would be like to be on a tribe with any of them. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, so we, so this being the fourth season, you know, we had three seasons of predominantly FML people. We never had a cast over 16 players uh, until Dark Forest. And we never started a season with more than two tribes until Dark Force. We still haven't, actually. So uh, that was all new. And then the other part of it was we sorted everybody randomly in front of you. So like every other season, we've worked on the cast behind the scenes to set it up how we want it to be set up. And this time we're like, well, we knew we had a handful of wishlist people. We knew you know, we had a handful of people who were still attached to FML. Uh, we knew we had other existing relationships, but we ended up just saying, uh, you know, maybe that won't matter. <laughs> and just went for, we'll do th- random and, and hopefully it'll work out. And, uh, well, uh, I don't know if it did necessarily, but you ended up on the yellow Astropi tribe alongside Big Al, Dr. Crab, Shitters, Sir R. Table, and Squirb. What uh, what were your first impressions of your tribe? Okay, I love them all now, but okay. <laughs> when I like, I don't want anyone to be offended when I say this. But when I first met Squirb, in my head, I was like, "Oh Lord, she talks a lot," and I just couldn't get over that. Like the whole time, like I wanted to be helpful, but I felt like Squirb was always there trying to like say what to do so i was just like oh gosh this is so much information (laughs) (laughs) and then like big al was never around (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i like messed up by sending them a message outside of the server because i didn't really get how that worked (laughs) that's right and and then um crab was cool but we didn't talk very much and our table was pretty cool, but we didn't talk that much either. And I think the only one I really felt like I clicked with was Shitters. But then, like, 
we talked here and there and I knew other people were making connections, but I still didn't know quite what to talk about with people when we first like became a tribe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's kind of tough. Uh, you have to navigate things and I don't know, like I, I, you know, Meg has been playing uh, a couple of orgs in the past few weeks and you know, kind of getting to live that experience through her and, and her, especially like the early parts of those seasons where, you know, she's like telling me about all these people she's meeting and all these, and some of them she's like, oh, they just, they talk to me all the time. They tell me everything about their lives. They do all this. And other people, it's like, well, every time I ask them a question, they respond with like three words and they don't give me anything else. And we don't really have any exchange. And, and I don't know, it's so... I know I don't, I don't it doesn't feel I don't it, to me it doesn't feel like there's a ton of pressure on those like early conversations but I think there should be or there there is and, and, and people don't always necessarily like feel that way I don't know if that makes sense <laughs> sense like I remember telling my husband about all the people in my mm -hmm. tribe like he would just sit and listen to, to me talk <laughs> about people and and he he got to know who people were, but he never like watched after I was voted out. He just stopped paying attention. But I would still talk about everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good. Uh, so I, I always I'm always fascinated with with the people who's who like um, either as a as a viewer or just like in their real life like invite their their spouse or or partner to like partake in the experience with them and how that plays out and uh i don't know like what so you you described to him like all of the stuff and i don't was he i don't want to like get him in trouble but <laughs> but was he like invested in the experience with you or you know and things like that yeah he was invested like he he joined and watched I know a couple of our challenges, but then as soon as I was out, he kind of just stopped watching on his computer and he would just listen to me talk about it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And now, even with the newer seasons, he still has to hear me talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right. So you're on your tribe. There's six of you. Um, and it's, I think I, I re re recognized this when I was talking with Squirt, but it's, as far as I can tell, one of the only instances uh, in Alliance where a tribe has had more women on it than men uh, in you, Big Al, Crab, and Squirb against, not necessarily against, but as opposed to uh, uh, Shitters and, and Sir Our Table, uh, which is, I don't know, like to see that happen more often. Uh, we'll see. But... So I think I think pretty much the first day that everyone was put together, we threw you all a sort of makeshift reward challenge, which was setting up camp. And uh, it just kind of worked as a way to try to introduce everybody to commands and what they could do and how they could work and what that side of the game, the, the sub-channel command side of the game was. Uh and uh i don't know were you i don't remember if you were around for that involved in it i know you mentioned squirb kind of i don't know being the leader in a sense but 
Oh yeah, I um I will I will admit I wasn't even around. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a trip to Myrtle Beach for a day trip just to go to like the aquarium. And I remember I was on my phone and I was trying to play and like actually contribute. But then it ended up there was no service anywhere in our car ride. So I did not contribute to the (laughs) first day's challenge. (laughs) I... (laughs) I was like, I really need to do this. And then there would be no service. And I'd be like, oh, no, this tribe is going to vote me off first. This is awful. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> uh, at least it wasn't immunity. But at the same time, uh, you know, Stroppy finished second out of the three tribes. And you won fruit juice, which you, I, I don't think anybody had any idea what that meant at the time. Not that we told you. Uh, so all in all, not a, not a failure. (laughs) And, um, so I guess you, you, I think it was a Friday that the thing started. Does that sound right? I think so. Okay. And then it, so then it would have been Saturday into Sunday that we did the first immunity challenge. So were you, I'm guessing you were back by then? Oh yeah, I was back by then. It was a okay. day trip when I when I left. It just ended up being the wrong day for everyone else. <laughs> uh, okay, so I don't know. Did you did you get the sense from um, the others that you know your absence had been noticed and or working against you, kind of a thing? Not really, not yet, because I realized. Um, my team had a lot of absences. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't the only one. So I knew I wasn't probably the only one that was on the chopping block. But like, I also knew I needed to do better the next thing that came up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> I dropped the ball there. <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing that came up was the 24 hour challenge, which was resource crafting. Uh, this was a kind of a brutal one for a lot of people. Uh, now that you know, and not that we, re- not that I uh, expect thought it would be, uh, but should have known that in hindsight. Uh, so basically, there's 24 hours, and we told you there are these resources you could find in the sub channels, and uh, good luck. <laughs> That's about it. And so the the trick here was that there were, you know, four to eight or nine commands per resource, and each one could only be used once across all three tribes. And so if you got all the things uh, of one type of resource, well, no one, none of the other tribes could, could get those. Um, and uh, this uh, didn't go so well for the Astropi tribe. Uh <laughs> I don't know if you, what, what, how did this uh, go for you? Uh, you did end up finding one thing uh, for your tribe, which was uh, bird eggs. Um, I don't know, like what, if it, it feels like it was a very overwhelming challenge. So how did you handle it? It did feel overwhelming, but like I was doing the best I could with the knowledge I had of what I thought I was supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So 
like the only reason I got the egg is I looked up um, different birds, I think, that lived by the water and waterfowl seemed to pop up. And so I just typed that in and then I got an egg. Yeah. But like I knew like with the commands I was trying, it was my first like actual command thing since I missed the first first challenge. So I was doing like what I thought was the best I could, but I also knew I wasn't doing the best because Squirb, like the way that they came off, it made made it feel like you weren't doing enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I also wasn't about to stay up all night doing this challenge. I stayed up as late as I could and then I got up and kept going. Sure. But like we also, I know, missed, I think a couple people just didn't do as much so plus i don't think there was anything we could do with bbgg getting everything <laughs> yeah uh yeah he he made it very difficult for um the fosha and astropi tribes to to get a lot of progress um he between him and ace they kind of dominated uh this challenge as much as you can dominate <laughs> this kind of a challenge yeah, like I would feel like um, you'd be on the right path to get something, but then nothing would like come out of it. So I was like, either someone's already got it or it's not time to be able to get this item. Mm-hmm. But that's how it just felt. It just always felt like you would like get somewhere and then there'd be like a roadblock because someone's got it already. Right. Yeah, Squirb, Squirb mentioned a lot of that, the same thing. Because if you use the command that would have gotten you a thing after somebody has already gotten it, it does give you some sort of response. And uh, a lot of the times it was like, oh man, clearly missed on this one. And if you missed on something, it was, it was a pretty good chance that it was <laughs> BBGG or Ace that uh, got there first. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you, you, you got the eggs, um, Squirb ended up with blood and shitters ended up with three sets of butterfly wings, uh, to go along with the fruit juice that you won in the reward challenge, which unfortunately putting those six things together was not sufficient to craft anything that was available. Uh, there were six different things that we had given everyone recipes for, and, uh, that was not going to be good enough uh so that meant that the astropi tribe would be going to tribal council and the wrinkle here is that the uh blue um nero tribe uh while they were able to they were able to gather a couple extra things more than than you did uh and were actually able to craft something which was an individual item they also uh, we're not able to find tribal immunity and so would also be going to tribal council with you at the same time to vote out a single person and uh, this is where the first of many complications uh, arise so you have 12 people going to tribal council to vote one person out when six of them are from one tribe and six are from the other you've never spoken to anyone on the other side relatively and you barely even know the other five people on your own tribe. What uh, what does that feel like? 
like, I feel like our group had it together. Like we knew what we wanted to do, but you can never predict what the other, um, other group was going to do. And it, it made it, um, like the whole tribal, like the beginning was just anxiety. <laughs> That's how it felt like for me. It was just one big ball of anxiety. What well, uh, did you? I don't know. Like, so I guess. I guess so. I guess to approach it from this angle, which is, you know, the only person um, that you're familiar with uh, at this point on the other side, I think, is Harpy. And mm -hmm. so, I don't know. Do you? Did you do any? I guess when you when you're having the conversation uh, amidst the rest of the members of Astropy and you're trying to figure out well where should we vote who should we vote for you know did that factor into it at all? No, uh, when see the way I thought about it is I looked at the when to meet um, thing that you had put up and mm -hmm. I was looking at who had the least amount of availability on the other tribe and. Every time I looked at it, it seemed like Luke hadn't filled it out, or he did, but he, like, barely had any availability. And so I thought in my head that that'd be great. Like, why wouldn't you want to get rid of someone who's just not going to help your tribe at all? So, like, to me, it was a simple, let's just go Luke, because he's never around. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I... I think, you know, that's similar to what Squirb said and, and, and Mary, I don't know, it seems like it's this, similar to the answer I'm probably going to hear from, from the others. Uh, so you, you all end up deciding on Luke. Um, what, I, I guess you have to kind of expect that the other six are all going to be voting on someone on your side together. So were there, like, I guess what kind of, did you think about you know if they put all their votes on so and so you know do i care if that person gets voted out you know are there people i'm definitely never going to turn against you know did you have those thoughts to yourself so i know people had alliances formed already to me i didn't really have that but i talked the most to shitters so i knew i didn't want shitters gone because like he's really the only one that i talked a lot to but, like, ultimately, I didn't have a plan to, like, throw anyone under the bus, like, first tribal. Like, I didn't think, oh, well, this person we can have gone. But, like, when it came to tribal, I had other thoughts. <laughs> like, um, when we get to it, like, when Glorf offered up the idea of ranking your tribe, like, members, mm -hmm. I was totally going to do it. But yeah. then everybody else, like, on my team was like, oh, no, we shouldn't do that. And Glorf, like, and them were like, oh, no, no. But then, like, he'd be like, we should. And I'd be like, well, yeah, I could do that. Like, I know where I would put people. And um, I would have been okay with it. Like, I totally had a list in my head that I would have typed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, man, what a... What an alternate reality that could have been <laughs> if that if if it had been explored a little more. Uh, did you 
I I guess I don't I don't know that I don't I when I guess we can go go to go to tribal and, and get to that point now. Um, you know, getting a chance to to talk to everyone else like Glorf and 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 uh, gosh, who else was even there? Harpy and Bun and Dorian and Link, Link and Luke, who I believe was the only person who didn't show up at all because he was sleeping because he lives in Europe. Um, did you? I don't know, did you get any information or, or feel any type of way about anybody as, like, you got to actually interact with them in any kind of a sense? I got the sense that Glorf was kind of the leader role. Mm -hmm. Bun didn't speak, so I didn't know anything about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then uh, I already knew Harpy, but I wasn't going to, like speak out to harpy and be like let it known that i knew her mm -hmm. like i just got like glorf just talked so much i thought well maybe Glor like glorf is their like leader in a sense so that is just kind of like the big thing that i got from it right. was just like he's number one on their like team kind of <laughs> and then with luke not showing up like i get it was a time zone difference but it just irritated me because they were sticking up for him so much, but he just wasn't there. Like, that's what, like, like, I didn't under, I couldn't, like, understand it. Like, if he's not even here to, like, stick up for himself, well, then what's the point of putting all y'all's necks out on the line for this person that can't be here? Mm -hmm. Like, right. that's just what I got from it. Like, that's how I felt. Sure. No, I get it. Uh, it's i don't know like i guess i guess to come at it from a, the other side like if if you had been on the same side as as luke uh or, or or if somebody on your side had been in the same situation as luke was you know are you would you have been open to just like all right well if they're not here See, I thought about that, and it also depends, like, okay, if he was on my team, and it depends on, like, how much he actually did in the first two challenges. Like, if he did a lot in those challenges, then I would have reconsidered. But if he didn't do as much, then I would have probably been like, well, maybe the other team's right, and we just drop the dead weight at the beginning, and we can be a stronger tribe our next challenge. Right. Did you, I guess from that side of things, like, I don't remember exactly the kind of conversations, but did you, was there any kind of indication that, you know, he had been active, you know, while he was awake or, or if this was just, uh, I don't know, not, I wouldn't say a pattern necessarily, but, um, you know, like that he had, he had, hadn't been contributing. Well, see, I don't know. I didn't, I, I tried to figure that out, but they didn't, like, the way that they would talk about it is, like, they wouldn't give any information, really. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm reading back over it, and it just, <laughs> it, like, they weren't saying he was there or he wasn't there. They're just not wanting to lose a team member, is what I'm getting from it. Like, that's how I felt, like, yeah, it's just, well, we're better if we still have one team member more than your team and then you know we can continue playing 
with our our bigger team and then when like merge happens then we're better than everyone you know sure yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah uh, you know you see see it all the time and uh it i know it, it's it's a tough mindset to get out of i think uh, especially early on in the game and I, I don't know you know for better or for worse uh if it would have been easier you know for that group of five without luke to move forward as as a group or if you know the fact that you know luke you know squirb going out instead of luke is better for any of them in the long run i don't know uh but i it's it is it's real tough to to ignore the well we we don't want to lose anybody kind of a thing and uh i think that's why ultimately you end up with the result that you have <laughs> um so everybody votes and the votes come out uh six for luke and six for shitters and of course they have picked the one person on the astropi tribe that like every, most of the people on the astropi tribe don't want to see go and would not turn against naturally yeah in my head though i was thinking someone was gonna like i was thinking since big al didn't talk to us much like i was thinking that they would were gonna be the potential for us a, a like switch on their vote mm -hmm. and that we would lose shitters and i didn't want that to happen i was so like i was so worried the whole time <sighs> <laughs> Did you did you have any suspicions of anyone on the other side turning? No, like they were so dead set that they were keeping Luke, and that and Glorf was so like trying to make us rank our teammates that <laughs> I just had a feeling that they were not going to to swap their vote at all. And if they were, if they would have made us, if we had done the ranking, I knew in my head I was going to put Big Al at the bottom yeah. because they just never talked. <laughs> like they weren't there. So I was like, okay, well, we can do this because I know who's going to be at the bottom of my list. And I had a feeling like the rest of my team would have probably done the same. But like nobody was actually like i literally had the list typed out and wanted to press enter but no one else was doing it and i didn't want to look like the dick on my team and then that ends up what what makes them voting me off either like this time or later or something so i just didn't say anything <laughs> <laughs> uh it's funny um i think you know that whole ranking situation uh I know that a couple of people actually did put it in their confessionals and I'm always, I'm always drawn back to big Al's confessional where she decides, she says that she wants to rank everyone on her team equally and then herself below everybody else. And so even, even like if that had happened, like even big Al ranking herself last um, gets us to probably what I would guess is a consensus big al vote but it was it was not to be uh so so we have a do second second round of voting um 
Shitters and Luke can't vote, and uh, you can only vote for Shitters for Luke. And again, it is tied. And so uh, there's like two seconds of me saying, well, you can all unanimously pick one of the two of these people, which of course was not going to happen. So uh, we get to drawing rocks. Isn't that fun? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had so much anxiety with the rock thing because I was like, okay, well, I haven't played long and I've never played these before. So it could be me and then I'd be really kind of sad because I didn't get to actually, you know, enjoy the game. But then I was like, but there's a chance it could be someone else. And then I felt so bad because some of the people were really like trying hard. Like, harder than I had been. And, like, I knew if one of them went home, it would be devastating. But I also knew that I didn't really want to go home, so I was just kind of praying and crossing my fingers that it wasn't going to be me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, uh... Man, there there are... At that, at that point in the game, there were maybe, like, three or four... Probably three people, I would say... Um, hadn't really done a lot either socially or relative to the challenge or whatever and then you know six or seven people who maybe they weren't as talkative as someone like Squirb but they were definitely you know active and engaged with everything and I, and that didn't hold true the whole way the rest of the game for everybody but it was like oh, there's a really good chance that you know, a squirb or a glorf or a crab or a harpy or you or, you know, all these people who had been spending a lot of time talking and doing things, you know, would have their game cut short so quickly. And uh, naturally, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. I felt so bad because squirb was doing a lot. Yeah. But, like, it also... Nothing against Squirb. It also felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders because I was like, okay, the one that talks a lot and, like, is trying to lead isn't here anymore. So maybe, like, I can relax a little bit. Because, like, the the way Squirb came off to me was um, she did all that, but then it made me feel like um, I just didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but, like... I just felt bad later on. Like, I was like, I know she did so much more and like, she talked a lot more and she could have probably went really far in the game mm -hmm. and done better than I could have. But like, I was glad it was her at the time and I felt bad about it later that that's my thought process. Right. Right. Uh, what was, so like going back to to camp and and being able to like talk to shitters crab everybody uh after the fact like what was the initial i don't know like group consensus type of reaction i just felt bad for shitters because he put the sad sad oh, face yeah. and i was like oh no like <laughs> i knew he was so upset and like heartbroken that like his friend and i'm I know now, like, ally 
for the game was gone. And it made me feel really bad because of the sad face just popping up after he's had such a little happy face like the whole time <laughs> just made you feel horrible. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else, like no one seemed to put it out there that they were really heartbroken. Like we all said or it um, seemed to like uh, you could perceive that they were heartbroken just a little bit, but it wasn't like. Um, they put it out there uh, a lot for everyone to just read, except for Shitters, of course, with his little face. <laughs> yeah. It was sad times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then I, I in, 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 an, in an effort to kind of like move forward, um, you know, was there, you know, like this uh, kind of, the notion of okay we can't let that happen again you know gotta try you know however much harder to to avoid more devastation yeah we all kind of like morally like we like all kind of boosted ourselves up and said oh well th we'll get it next time we'll we'll do better with the next challenge it'll be fine mm -hmm. and like we all, like, I know me and Shitters talked about it, like, me and him, we were going to make Merge, like, that was our goal, or that was my goal, was to make Merge. Like, that's all I wanted. And I know, like, with Shitters, like, I'm like, oh, we'll do this, we got this, we'll make Merge. Like, I know I talked to him a lot about it. Yeah. Like, I never ever thought in a, in a million years that I would win or anything, so, like, my first goal was to make the Merge. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, the next immunity challenge was rowing blind. Uh, so uh, <laughs> uh, everyone was going to row across a lake. Um, it would all happen in a voice channel that all three tribes had were in at the same time. Uh, each tribe had one caller who could see the lake, the map of the lake, uh, with you know obstacles and whatnot, and the boat. And then the other four would be in a rowing channel, rowing based on what the caller was telling them to do. And uh, there's more to it than that, but that was basically the idea. And once you got to one side of the lake, there was a thing. You had to untie a series of knots to get some puzzle pieces. And then once you got back to the beginning of the lake, you would have to solve that puzzle. So, your, uh, so Estrapi went with Dr. Crab as the caller. You and Big Al were rowing on the right side of your boat, and Shitters and Table were on the left side of the boat. Uh, what, uh, I guess, how, was there much uh, discussion as far as, like, who would be where and all that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, like, when we figured out what the challenge was, we all discussed it, like, who would be where. And Crab said that they were confident or they were comfortable being our caller. So we said, okay. So the rest of us kind of picked a side of the boat that we would be on. And we were comfortable with that. Like we had an idea of how we were going to call out or whatever. Like we kind of knew what we were going to do. So I was confident going into this, into this challenge until we started the challenge. Yeah, uh, it was, um, 
not great not great <laughs> uh so what what ends up happening is uh uh so the other two tribes both had to sit somebody out and then uh you had Jesus was the caller for Fosha and Glorf was the caller for Nero and Fosha tribe uh, just this was very easy apparently for them they kind of ran away with this and so it kind of became Nero and Estrapi fighting for that second immunity because only one tribe would be going to, to tribal but then uh very early on in the challenge um a big big uh mistake occurred in that crab was not looking at the right boat uh, on the map and so as far as we could tell she thought she was the blue boat and so when nero tribe tribe's boat got to the other side of the lake she thought we made it meanwhile the yellow boat was in i think the top left of the map um mostly just turning around in a circle because like the 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 rowing commands were off and i kept running into obstacles and things like that and uh yeah it was uh not a not a, not good not good no i had never i had i i was so frustrated and angry at this challenge thinking that like i would have never thought that crab was looking at the wrong boat and then when we asked which boat are you looking at? And she said the wrong color. I just, I, like, I wanted to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, we worked so hard. And we were doing our parts right. But she had looked at the wrong boat. And I was so frustrated. Like, I, I just, I don't think I really talked anymore once, like, we figured out we were looking at the wrong, but I was just so angry and I didn't want to say anything that would hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember listening and it wasn't, uh, it wasn't obvious to us at first that that's what she had been doing. But I think once Nero got to the other side and she mentioned, Hey, we made it. That's when we're like, okay, absolutely. She's looking at the wrong boat. And then, when then like she's like well where did you get there what's happening and you're like no nothing happened uh, uh then it's like okay well we're like i was thinking okay she's gonna figure it out she'll get back on the horse and and that didn't happen and so i was like i was in a situation like well i don't want to just like let them drown kind of a thing but i don't want to explicitly say like you're looking at the wrong boat either and so like i sort of hinted at it and eventually like you said like you asked what color she was looking at and she's like blue didn't even think and you know uh you know she was devastated obviously and i remember i think i remember her saying something like oh i didn't even think about it was the color of our tribe or i didn't even realize what color our tribe was or something like that um but ugh, it it was... Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure she said that because as soon as she said that, like in my brain, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> like, <laughs> I I was just I was devastated as well, and I'm pretty sure probably the rest of the team was that 
<laughs> she had been looking at the wrong boat the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the challenge wasn't over yet once she found the right boat and she did lead you across the other side of the lake. You got there, you untied everything. Um, almost to the extent, like, uh, you know, Fosha took 40 minutes to finish this challenge. Uh, and then there was another, and then Nero wasn't finished until 55 minutes. And there was a non-zero chance that, like, you could overcome this in- incredible hurdle. Uh, I think you were on your way back to the start when Nero finished the puzzle. Uh, so it, it ended up being, I think, I feel as though you would have finished second in this, barring the mis- the misunderstanding, but uh, unfortunately it was enough to prevent that from happening yeah it's just the yellow curse oh, man yeah <laughs> uh, it, it must be i don't know how else to explain it <laughs> so you're going back to tribal council and this time there's only going to be five of you uh and uh i don't know what how did the uh decision making process go this time well okay Originally, my thought was Crab's done. Like, she messed up big time. Like, I'm ready to vote her out. Like, if it hadn't have been for her looking at the wrong boat the whole time, mm-hmm. I was going to vote her out. Um, The only reason I didn't even bring up that Crab's um, was my vote out was because Big Al volunteered. Mm-hmm. And if it hadn't have been for Big Al not being like present so much and volunteering, my vote was going to go to Krabs. I don't know how the rest of the team felt about it because, like I said, Big Al volunteered pretty quickly to be voted out. Um, I don't know if they would have went with that or if they would have just stuck with Big Al. Right. But that's what my thought process was, is just she messed up like on such a big thing. That that's who I was gonna go for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess like in the moment, were you? I don't know. Uh, upset may not may not be the right word, but upset that it wouldn't be crab at that time. No, I've I've like I I was split. Because I was upset that it wasn't going to be Crab because of how much she had messed up. But on the other hand, it was an easy vote off because she, Big Al volunteered. And that would make it a lot easier on the rest of us. And they weren't present as much. So, like, in my head, it was either I vote because I'm angry or I do the easy vote with everyone else. And then hopefully with our next challenge, it'd be a lot smoother. And so that's how it kind of went is, well, Big Al volunteered. So that was that was the easy vote and we all went for it. Yep. Yep. Uh, made, it pre- made it pretty easy. Uh, it was a, a four to one vote. Big Al voted for uh, Sir R, but only because she couldn't vote for herself. And um, that's it. No more Big Al. And now you are down to four people on the Estrapi tribe. Not not good. 
No. <laughs> uh, so then, so moving out from that, we have the letters and numbers reward. Uh, every all the tribes were asked to put two people on each side of this: two people letters, two people numbers, and then Fosha and Nero sat two people out. And so for the letters, there was a nonogram, uh, which when you filled it, 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 basically when you crossed out the spaces, it would spell and, and it would give you letters and you'd unscramble them and it would give you a command that finished the puzzle. Uh, for the numbers, it was very similar. It was also a nonogram. It was the same nonogram format, uh, except there were question marks throughout the board and you had to figure out what numbers represented the visible question marks, and that would give you a command to answer the puzzle. Uh, you were given the numbers side, along with shitters, uh, at, while Crab and, and Table both went on the letter side. And I remember exactly how we phrased it, but I think we might have said up front that the winner on each side would get a reward. Uh, that reward ended up being a month of Discord Nitro. Uh, do you remember the challenge? I think. I feel like you do. Oh, I remember <laughs> the challenge. It took me all day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one person on each side, one letters person and one numbers person, uh, did not complete it. Uh, it was Harpy for the letters and it was you for the numbers. <laughs> and it was uh, not for lack of trying, I can say that much. I had never done a nonogram before. Okay. So <laughs> I looked it up when the challenge was first posted and I figured out for the most part what was going on, but I could never get the stupid numbers right. Like in my head, I was doing probably everything that I was not supposed to be doing to get the numbers. And I know at one point y'all were like, Oh, she might be close, and I—I I know I was—I ne was never gonna get it. <laughs> I was just doing everything wrong, like it—it it made me so angry, and I felt so. Like I didn't feel stupid, but I just felt like defeated. Like everything I plugged in in my brain, it was right, but then every time I like tried to submit or whatever to see if it was right it was wrong <laughs> mm -hmm. and i remember i started it like as soon as i could and then i went for hours and i was like you know what it's lunchtime so i took lunch and then i came back and kept going at it and it just it that whole day i felt so drained yeah. <laughs> like i was trying and i just never understood it Yep, yep. Uh, it was... I, I, I've forgotten like how it all worked, but I see... Uh, let's see, you started the challenge at a little after 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and then you, I guess you came back from dinner, and um, you told me you wanted to keep trying, and you kept guessing, and you one of them one of the answers you'd given was really close and then I think eventually I asked like can you post the image that you're working off of uh, to see if there's an issue there there wasn't you had done that properly 
and uh, I don't know, like, I, I feel like it's one of those things where, like, if you don't see it immediately, you might never see it at all type of th- situations. And... Yeah. And originally, I wanted to do not numbers. I wanted to do letters. But because in my brain, I was like, if it's numbers, I'm really bad at math. <laughs> but, like, other people volunteered. So I just kind of went with it and was like, okay, well, I'll just do the numbers. It'll be fine. And then getting it, I, I could figure out what to mark off on the sheet. But it was as soon as I needed to figure out the numbers to plug in. I never, like, it was the simplest thing ever after I looked at it after what was said, like, like when the answers was all said and done, looking at it, I just felt stupid. Because I was like, oh, that was so easy. I should have got that. Like, but... I never, it never like clicked in my brain that that was what was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, it just never clicked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing, it, and I, looking at it uh, now, it's like you you end up with like uh, I don't know a variety of different numbers, and I think four question marks. And uh, what's tricky to me is that all of the numbers that you can see are different there's no repetition there and so where it becomes potentially you know potentially uh misleading is that one of the question marks is a number that's already visible and i think that's probably very counterintuitive when you're looking at something like this um because i think you want to say like okay well there's no two there's no four there's no whatever like yeah gotta be that that's what what i was doing is like i'm like okay well then it can't be these numbers and then i would try something else and then i was just like well okay maybe i need to do this equation to try to get this and then i was like well that's not right either and then after looking at it i for so many hours Mm -hmm. (laughs) it just all kind of blurred together and i was like oh whatever like i kept trying but my brain was just like shut off at that point yeah uh yeah after i don't know about seven hours or so um uh it was finally finally over and i think i guess like kind of skipping ahead a little bit but when when you're out of when you're eventually out of this out of the game and uh in the viewers lounge and you know this was a big moment for you from the viewer's side of things, like everybody that I remember at least uh, was really supportive, like really wanted you to be able to get the right answer eventually. Um, You know, like, was there any, obviously I, I, I'm sure you felt like disappointed when it was, when you during that day, but you know, seeing like kind of the, the reaction that everybody else had, like, did that. Yeah. Cause reading, reading, reading back, um, like everybody just rooting for me because I guess I just didn't give up and it was like seven hours. (laughs) (laughs) It felt good, but it didn't feel good not getting it at the time. Like it just felt good that no people knew I wasn't going to give up Mm -hmm. and like, I didn't want to give up. I wanted to keep trying, but I was like, like at points I was like, I just could give up and that would be so easy to do because it, it just it I felt like I was getting nowhere 
And I was like, but I, I'm not that type of person, so I'm going to keep trying. And I, it, it did. It made me feel really good to know that for all the the hard work that I had put into the puzzle, like the lounge knew it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so didn't work out great, um, but there was a little bit more uh, in store for this challenge as, so Barker and Luke, Barker wins the letter side, Luke won the number side. And uh, after they were given their rewards, it was later revealed that they would be, quote-unquote, captains of a swap. And um, the six people who worked on the letter side, that's a tribe. The six people who worked on the number side, that's a tribe. And uh, Luke and Barker would draft the remaining four people who sat out. Uh, Luke chose Dorian. Barker chose... Uh, BBGG and Greg, and then Link Link went with Luke and the rest of the numbers folk to the new Nero tribe. So now you're on an eight-person tribe with Ace, Bun, Dorian, Link Link, Cheese, Luke, Shitters, and yourself. Uh, how was that? What did that feel like? devastating but it was not at the same time because after losing so much with the yellow tribe i was like okay well maybe this will be better and i was also really happy that i still had shitters on my team because mm -hmm. i was like at least i've got like the person i talked to the most out of like my whole team on my team and right. then i had jesus so i was like great i know him but like I didn't really let people know that. Like, I let shitters know, I think, but, like, I wasn't telling everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, I know, like, in my head, I had a feeling someone was going to try to use your um, bonds that you had with people outside of the game against you. So, like, in my head, I was thinking, I'll just let shitters know. I trust shitters. Like, I don't think he's going to do anything with this information. Um... I should have told Cheese that, but I didn't. And then Ace came in, and he kind of was, I guess, trying to put himself into the leader role. Like, he tried to take over the team, which I didn't care. I thought, as long as I'm not putting myself out there as, like, a leader, I don't really have to worry about anything. Because if you're a leader, then people, you can become a target for people. Mm -hmm. I tried to talk to Bun, which we ended up having a few things in common, so it was easy to talk to Bun and Dorian. And then I don't, I tried to get to know Ink Ink or Link Link. I, I always call her both. <laughs> I tried to get to know her during the game, and it, it, it kind of felt like um, I was hitting a wall with that conversation, so I didn't try to talk to her very much anymore <laughs> and then luke came in and luke was very um i guess you could say assertive in his conversations he wanted to make alliances right away and i didn't know him 
and trying to get to know him was like it felt like he was putting up a facade like it wasn't him like it felt fake so i didn't feel comfortable with luke mm-hmm. i tried to get comfortable with luke but it just never felt genuine so i just told him to let me think about things and i tried not to talk to him very much <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I was looking at, um, some of the, like, uh, message numbers and things like that, that I've kept track of, and I was kind of surprised to, uh, I guess I shouldn't have been, but kind of surprised to find out that, uh, your DM channel, uh, with Bun is the third largest DM channel that Bun had the whole game, which is crazy because he made it all the way to the end, uh, (laughs) It just goes to show, like, well, I guess how little he talked to everyone else. But that, you know, you found something that you could talk to him with that a lot of other people didn't find. And they had, you know, two, three times as many days to to do it. Yeah, like, I, like, when I first started to get to know Bun he started talking about video games and I was like, Oh, well that's great. Like I love video games. So I can talk to someone on my team at least about things that aren't going like on in life, just like video games. Like you don't have to think very much to talk about them. So it was just like a wonderful kind of escape from everyone else. Just kind of only being like, only like talking about, Either it's, like, the game or what's going to happen next in the game. Like, Mm -hmm. at least with Bun, I felt like I had an escape, kind of. Because you could just talk about video games, and it was relaxing. (laughs) And it was just a calming little chat that I had. Right. (laughs) No, that's that's nice. That's You need that, you know, break, I think. Even within the game itself, with somebody who's playing, I think you need that little part of things yeah yeah it was nice like i know me and shitters talked about other things and stuff but we never had like the um like outside of the like i know we talked about life outside of the game but i never had any like connection like he had family and he had like his job and i kind of had my soaps and i had video games because with COVID and everything, I just didn't go out much. So, like, that was the one person I really connected with, with what was going on other than, like, your other parts of life. Because I didn't really have that connection with people. I didn't have the big job or anything like that. So it was kind of easier to talk to Bun about stuff. Yeah, definitely. So, uh... Your new tribe of eight, new Nero, Nero 2.0, uh, you get the next immunity challenge, which is the gauntlet. And here, um, it was mostly a test of, you know, like who can, who can, who can do well based, you know, based on like specific roles. And so we gave it, there were eight roles. There was decision maker, genius, listener, rule follower, slam poet, 
storyteller, wild card, and champion. And the champion matchup was the one that was going to determine who won immunity. The other seven matchups would uh, aid. If you, if you won, you would aid your champion uh, in the task that they would have to do. And so uh, I think I remember that you uh, volunteered for rule follower. Is that right? Yeah, I liked rules. I like <laughs> rules. So I was like, oh, well, I can follow rules really good. And so in my head, I was like, I'm going to do rule follower because honestly, I rather have some kind of rule to follow than what some of these others sounded like. Because honestly, when I was looking at decision maker, I was like, I really don't want that. Um, I'm not a slam poet, so, so that's not happening. And storyteller, I can write stories, but that doesn't sound like something that I can do. Because, like, I did stuff like that in high school, and I sucked at it. So I was like, I'm not doing it now. And genius, I'm definitely not one. So I was like, rule, rule follower will be what I would like to do. And I volunteered, and they let me have it. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, let's see. You were the fourth pair to go so the decision makers i think went first uh they had to, they ended up doing a maze that they couldn't see <laughs> and so it was just a lot of me and jeffrey telling them telling barker and shitters you hit a wall you're starting over kind of thing uh the genius geniuses were bbgg and luke they had a math equation bbgg won that uh, shitters won the decision maker listener um was Sir Artable and Ace where they had to listen to a audio sound clip that was looped. It was like 15, 12 seconds long and they had to type out what was being said. They both quit after an hour and uh, neither of them got it. So Rule Follower was next and so the Rule Follower on the Fosha side was Greg and your task was to count to 200 by one number at a time. They all had to be in separate messages. There had could not be any mistakes. And uh, if there was a mistake, you had to start over. And you also did it in the same channel. So you could see where the other person was while you were counting. Um, what, I don't know, like, uh, how did you feel about this being a counting challenge? Like, did you feel like something you could have done, you would do well at when you saw what, what you had to do? felt really confident yeah. <laughs> I think I was overconfident with myself I was like oh well this is great I can do this and then I think what made it where my nerves got to me is you could see where the other user was while you were doing it right. so I know if we messed up we had to go back to the beginning and I had done so well up till 119 yeah. Instead of putting 119, I put 19. And then you told me that I messed up and I had to start over. And my heart sank. And that's when my nerves really got to me. Is that I had messed up. And um, he was already at 72 when I got that I had messed up. So I had started over. But then my nerves really got the best of me so i ended up typing things wrong a lot and i probably messed up like four or five times and i should have done you know the tortoise and the hare the slower one you know wins the race 
And when I got to 100, slowed down a bit because he was already like 30 behind me. Mm -hmm. But in my head, I was like, no, I got to go really fast. And so I learned my lesson that day that the hare isn't the one that always wins the race. <laughs> and <laughs> sometimes you just got to breathe and slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, I think at like at one point you were typing twice as fast as he was, I think like you were up at 40 while he was at 20. Um, and then like, I think the higher, as the higher numbers get higher, like you kind of just have to slow down automatically, especially once you hit a hundred and now you're typing three numbers instead of two, uh, your second run through, uh, you got to 78 and he was at 136. So you would cut the gap down to about 48 points. Um, which I know, like I thought if that pace, I thought you had a chance to catch him. Um, I don't know, you know, if you hadn't made a mistake at 79, uh, if, you know, if you had actually gotten up to like, you know, 150, 160 while he was, you know, in like the 170, 180 range, if that would have caused him to get panicked or not. Uh, but I'm sure as soon as he, you missed that 79 there, you know, it, you know, the, the lead, I think, became insurmountable at that point, um, which is unfortunate. Yeah, because I kept messing up after that, because in my brain, I was like, well, this, like, I, my my hands were shaking from my nerves, so it was really hard to, you know, get your motor function right when you have shaky fingers right. to hit the buttons, so I, I didn't give up. I wanted to. I just wanted to be like, well, he's already got this. Because I've already messed up like four or five times because of my nerves. So I'm like, in my head, I was just, I, I, I couldn't get over my nerves enough to get my fingers to cooperate with my hands. And so he won. <laughs> I thought for sure, though, if everyone had known what um, my task was, that that would have been it for me. <laughs> Because <laughs> mine seemed to be like one of the easiest ones out of all the other tasks, or that's what I thought. Like mm -hmm. counting to 200, that's not that hard. But like some of the others had like really hard tasks. So I was thinking that that was, that was it. I was, I was done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Greg won that one. And I think at that point, uh, all three, or no, it was two to one, Fosha's favor. Um, with a tie that didn't count. Storyteller was Crab against Dorian. Crab won that one. Three to one Fosha. Uh, then Slam Poet was Cheezus. So three to two. Wild Card went to Bun. Three to three. Uh, Wild Card was a Sudoku. And then that brought us to the champion round, which was Glorfindel versus Link Link. And so it was a tie with all the other people. So neither of them had an advantage and uh, i won't go into the details of of the game that was played uh but in the end glorfindel won and fosha won immunity so uh that meant that you were headed back to a third tribal council uh just can't seem to avoid it favorite activity of the game <laughs> Uh, and so now it's a lot 
it's it's interesting now you have eight people you have three people who came from Fosha, three people who came from original nero i think and then you and shitters from original astropi uh i think that's right maybe it was four two two now that i think about it i think yeah i think it was four two two i think that's right yes so four four original nero two original astropi two original Fosha. um I don't know. So, like, how did you? I, I, I guess you're. You know, you start out by talking to shitters, but like, what was the conversation like figuring this this boat out? Um, I think Ace and Nacho had come to the conclusion that they were going to work with me and shitters for this boat mm-hmm. because I, I feel like that's what I remember. If I'm remembering it correctly, that that's what we were going to do. The four of us were going to work together to get rid of someone on um the other other team and um because they outnumbered us and then we had a feeling if they outnumbered us the whole time that by the time um it came if we lost again and it came to the next um tribal that they would just uh, slowly take us out. We'd we'd be the ones on the bottom of of the team, and um, so we uh, had made a decision that the four of us were going to work together and get out Dorian. Yeah, Dorian. Mm-hmm. Um. So we needed someone that was on their side, so we wouldn't tie and have a chance of going to rocks again. <laughs> to work with us and i feel like we did it in the worst way possible because ace was like we'll tell ink ink that the votes for luke and i thought because the way we had all talked i had thought that he was going to tell her before we got to tribal that the vote wasn't going to be luke that we were all voting dorian and he never said anything to her when it came down to actual tribal. So I felt it just, everything kind of exploded. Like, it just didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> like, in our heads, we were doing the right thing. Because we were trying to make it where we weren't going to be on the bottom. So it it worked, but it didn't work. Yeah, it's uh, it ends up being kind of a a, a weird vote because, um, let's see. So the four the four non Nero people all voted for Dorian, uh, and you were able to pull in Bun as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you told Link Link to vote for Luke, and she does. So five Dorian, one Luke, and then Luke votes for Cheeses. Uh, and of course, Dorian uh, did not show up <laughs> and was not able to submit a vote. So uh, you end up with a 5 1 1 vote, and Dorian goes home. And now uh, Luke and Link Link, who did not vote with the majority, uh, are kind of left out. And so I know. It, at this point, it seemed like, okay, there are five of us, Ace, Bun, Jesus, you, Shitters, um, 
they just, you know, the five of you are now, quote unquote, in control, uh, which, you know, we'll see how that goes. But uh, I know it, it does feel a little strange. I, I do kind of remember now that you mentioned it, you know, the the way that the, the link link vote was handled. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like um, this, this is how this this is my version of what was going on because originally before we got here, me and Dorian had a talk and we had become kind of close. And I was like, I'm not going to vote you. But then that's the only person that the rest of the four, the three, well, me, if I'm the fourth, but the other three had come up with was Dorian would be the easiest one to vote out. And I, felt like crap having to vote him out but I also didn't want to be the one on the outs with the team so I went with what they all said mm-hmm. and then the way Ace had done it is he had said he was going to tell Ink that the vote wasn't Luke that it was Dorian but it never came up it never happened so when we did get to you know after the tribal was over everything nothing was right ink was mad at everyone and then luke knew he was on the outs i think with everyone and it ended up causing more of a rift in our team than what i felt um would have happened if if people had just told people what was actually going on right it was just like a big ball of like mess (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah fair fair enough it was uh it, it really it took what could have been i think a very unifying vote and really broke apart a lot of the dynamics that that were, were, were at play in this tribe because you had that four group that four group of four from original Nero and none of them voted the same way <laughs> at this vote they they either like Bun votes for Dorian and Link Link votes for Luke and Luke votes for Jesus and Dorian doesn't vote at all and he's voted out and so like they're all broken apart and... oh man that never even clicked with me <laughs> that they weren't unified at all Mm-mm. oh <laughs> Uh, and meanwhile, like the other four of you were unified, but because of the way it was handled, it ends up, you know, creating a bit more of a, I don't know, hostile work environment kind of a thing for everybody. And it, I don't know, just, it, it, it made things a lot more, I don't know, sensitive, touchy, something like that, uh, for just everybody. Yeah, it was. It was horrible. Like, I didn't think, like, I, I did, I had feelings, but I didn't think that with what had happened, that it was going to turn out the way that it did. I never um, saw it just exploding into this huge mess that came out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a lot of... Um, people were very sensitive after this yeah to like it, it it just caused such a big mess 
Well, uh, that means that means it's the perfect time for a touchy subjects challenge. <laughs> uh, so this was another reward challenge. Um, we gave everybody, I think, thirteen or so questions, and I might still I might have them here. Let me see. Uh, but yes, and then first you first you were asked to tell us, you know, who on your tribe you thought best fit the question. And then you were asked to guess, you know, who was the answer most frequently uh, for each question. And so questions like um, who's playing the hardest and who mistakenly thinks they're running the game. and uh, Which player is most likely to use their potions for evil? Who's the most chaotic? Who can't keep a secret? Who's the viewer's favorite? Who's underestimated? Who would have a stash of magic mushrooms? Uh, you know, a mix of like traditional questions and a couple things that were more specific to the season. And uh, so, uh, I don't know, like, did you, I guess before we get into the results, did you feel like you uh, knew the other six people in your tribe decently to, to kind of understand how this challenge would go? Uh <laughs> I I don't feel like I knew them that much, but I feel like I knew a few of them enough to know where the votes would go for some of these. Mm -hmm. Um, some were easier than others to pick correctly. Uh, but I I don't think I knew them as good as I could have before this challenge. Yeah. Uh, I guess on the on the other side of that, like, do you feel like the others knew you substantially? Like to to you know, I don't know like if there was I don't know if you, uh, I don't think you were able to put yourself as an answer. So, um, you know, like I I remember specifically a question like who on your player on your tribe is like the most tenacious, and like the viewers probably would have put you as the answer for that but you know that's a trait that i don't think the pl other players really had seen from you in the way that like you would not give up on the challenges and things like that um in all honesty um i don't think that with the team that i had they probably wouldn't have seen anything out of me with any of these questions because I don't think I put myself out there to them enough mm -hmm. for them to have picked me out for the the answers for these questions because I also I didn't want to be out there too much for me to be a target but I also didn't want to be so under the radar or whatever um not talking or like not participating that they could, you know, just vote me off with a snap of their fingers and not think about it. Right. So I understand why on with these questions, like I wasn't an answer. Like I didn't like, I wasn't voted for any of these, which like I totally get because I, I don't think I could see me as any of these answers so why would anyone else? You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, you were not the top answer for any of the questions. Um, 
Luke said that you were the one playing the hardest on your tribe. Uh, wow, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke and Jesus both said that you were the person on your tribe who can't keep a secret. Oh, that's <laughs> a lie. <laughs> uh, Shitters and Jesus both said that you were their closest ally. Oh, that makes me feel good. Uh, Shitter said that you were the viewer's favorite from your tribe. Oh. And that's it. Uh, so when so then the second time around, you gave the same questions, and this time, you know, the person you picked, you got enough as many points as the number of times they were given as the answer uh, to that question. And uh, turned out that uh, you weren't too bad at this. <laughs> you did okay. Um, I don't know what I'd have to check. I don't know what the maximum you could have gotten a person could have gotten on your side of things, but uh, you and Shitters both got 26 points, which was tied for second behind Bun, who got 27. So, real close. Yeah, I was actually really proud of that, because honestly, in my head, I was just kind of guessing and hoping that I was correct, because I didn't... I, I felt like I knew them, like, knew my team, but I felt like maybe other people thought differently than I did, so I didn't know for sure if it was gonna... Um, come out the way i had thought mm -hmm. yeah it was it was pretty close like uh ace and link link both got 25 uh Jesus got 22 luke uh at the bottom with only 14 uh and <laughs> I, I it's tough to compare against like the fosha tribe scores because they had one extra person so more possible points and um yeah uh so uh bun wins for nero Reineke wins for Fosha, and uh, they be both received uh, a reward, which was information, and that information was that the merge would happen when there are 12 people remaining. Uh, I don't know, did you ever receive that information from Bun or from somebody else? I feel like I, feel like I did receive the information, but I'm not sure if it was Bun who told me, or if he told everyone. I can't remember if he just came out in camp and said it or if he told me or if someone else had told me i'm not mm -hmm. quite sure i just know i had heard the information from somewhere okay gotcha and uh, and sorry but no, i was just fine. thinking about you know um you said that i was they had voted me the one that can't keep a secret and in my brain i'm like luke and cheese are the ones that couldn't keep secret <laughs> uh let's see um yes luke was voted mo got the most votes for that with three uh you and yeah. link link each got two for that one I just thought that was funny because I'm looking over it right now and I was just seeing who we had voted because it's been a while since I had seen these. But yeah, it's really interesting to see how people like um, thought of your team or, or, or of you yeah. while you're playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of interesting opinions every time we do something like that. Yeah, I actually really like the touchy subjects. I think I feel like I know um, it irritated Luke to be both last place and to be voted for like every negative thing 
that there was to be voted for. Yeah. But like it tells a lot about how the way he was playing the game. And like you would think that with getting that information he'd be like, "Oh, well maybe I should change the way I'm playing," but it didn't happen that way. Yeah, he kind of steered deeper into that uh persona, I guess. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, some interesting, uh, information, revelations, uh, revealed. And then we used one of those questions in the next challenge. So the last question we asked everybody was, which player in your tribe is the best at puzzles? And the plan was that whoever got the most votes there would be put at the top of the tower in the next challenge by themselves, while the rest of your group we're started at the bottom. You try to meet in the middle. Uh, we did this challenge, uh, the lighthouse in high seas, very similar. And uh, your side ended up with three votes for cheeses and three votes for shitters. So we asked you to pick one uh, between the two of you, between the two of them. Um, and you end up going with cheeses. Uh, did you, I don't know, was there much of a discussion about that? I feel like we had a discussion, and I feel like Shitters, if I'm correct in remembering this, I feel like Shitters didn't want to take the the puzzles from the top. I think um, Cheese kind of volunteered, and we've just said, okay, well then you can have you can start at the top, and we'll just work our way up. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it went in the camp. Like I think we all talked about it before uh, the challenge um, started. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that that sounds right to me. Uh, so you ended up with uh, every. So Jesus starts at the top. Everybody else starts at the bottom. The p- goal was to meet at the same time. Once you met in the middle or wherever it was and finished the last puzzle, you could use a command to to end the challenge. And so I think. You know, the like top three and bottom three puzzles for both sides ended up being pretty easy, or give or take. Uh, but the the one that I think really messed with a lot of people were the um, potions in a bottle. Yeah. Uh, it looks like your group got to that one at 349, and you're the one who solved it. Uh, you posted the right answer at 438 uh and i think we had said that if you hit an hour that we will give you the answer if you're not the top puzzler person so literally a minute before that timer ran out you figured out the answer okay so i remember that one very fondly yeah um (laughs) (laughs) i remember looking at the puzzle and going maybe um i didn't say it to the group but i thought it to myself is maybe the potion colors is the number we put and that's the answer but i didn't post anything and i i i thought well maybe that's too easy because like to me all y'all's puzzles were really hard (laughs) And I didn't understand any of the other puzzles while the rest of my team got it immediately. So 
I was like, I'm just thinking it too easy because that's all I've been doing this whole time because I didn't understand. So I didn't want to look stupid and post the answer, like that answer, and um, it be wrong while everyone else is like doing these huge mathematical equations. So I kept it to myself for a while. <laughs> as you can tell yeah. and then i was just like you know what i'll just put it in it won't hurt and it was the answer and i felt so stupid like not stupid but like i was disheartened because i had it i know within the first 10 minutes and i never posted anything because everyone else was doing these huge math problems that i didn't understand so i was just like it'll be fine and then it ended up being the right answer. And I was just like, oh, no. Like, I I felt just like I had let my team down. But I didn't let them know. I didn't tell them that I had had an idea that that was the answer at it within the first 10 minutes. Like, that would have just got me out next. So I just kept it to myself until now. Now they'll know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I just, I think that's the one, I feel like, okay, so I know when we were doing the tower, I remember seeing Luke dip a few times, like he'd just leave in the middle of the challenge. And it frustrated me because like we were all, we all kind of just kept going and then he'd just disappear. Right. Yeah. But I just, that puzzle, like... It, I was so proud of myself for having the answer, but I was so disappointed in myself because I never, I didn't say anything earlier and it would have been a better time. Right. Mm. It would have, uh, you know, 10 minutes, uh, you know, saves you almost 50 minutes. Um... I know. And I'm looking at the results and I was like, those 50 minutes would have made it where we wouldn't have had to. <laughs> You would have, yeah, you would have gone on to the floor, sixth floor. Mm -hmm. Jesus would have shown up about five, ten minutes after you did at that channel. And uh, it would have just been about solving that one, which ended up taking about, and it just taking about 45 minutes to solve that one. But, like, that was, uh, those two floors, like, really killed your, cha your the challenge for, for your side. Yeah, it, I just feel because that one um, puzzle was so simplistic and we all overthought it. Mm -hmm. Like, it, I guess because all the other um, puzzles were just so, like, tedious or, like, like, you used your brain a lot. Like, everybody just went to making the puzzle harder than it should have been. Right. Yeah. Would have been would have been very different uh otherwise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it took it took you 91 minutes uh to complete the tower and it took Fosha 63 minutes. And so uh fourth time going back to tribal council <laughs> uh <laughs> not not great. It was it was just my new favorite thing to do is go go to tribal. Yeah. Uh so 
what um i don't know so so given the sort of odd way that the the odd fallout of the last tribal council what was the plan this time around well the only one that i could think of was luke and i know i went to shitters with it and we had agreed that luke was probably the best fit and i also brought up that luke had dipped on the challenge like he just was missing of for a little while it might have been a few minutes but it could have still made you know a world of difference in our challenge even if it didn't like the fact that he was just like well whatever i don't want to like put my full um attention into this and then he would just leave it it rubbed me the wrong way so i had come to the conclusion that was who i was sticking with it was going to be luke and so I brought it up to, I'm pretty sure I brought it up to Shitters first. And then I talked to Cheese and Ace. And um, I don't know who talked to who after that or what, but that's who I had come, come in. Uh, that's, that's where I had um, put my foot down was it was going to be Luke no matter what in my head is who I was voting for. Right. Uh, I guess, did you, uh, by the time we get to Tribal, did you know that everyone else was going to be voting with you? Um, I had a feeling. <laughs> like, I think, like, people, every, like, everyone can say that they're going to vote Luke. But after what had happened, there's no telling what was going to go down. Like, you know, yeah. like, um ink ink could have went any way that she had wanted because we had already lied to her once and that's just how i saw it but i had like a strong feeling the people that i was close to were gonna vote with me and vote luke out uh and that's what happened uh everyone except for luke voted for luke and luke voted for you Mm-hmm. yeah uh, i don't believe and Luke was even there for tribal council uh, because it was held later in the day, if I remember correctly. No, wait, hold on. I'm looking. <laughs> I feel like he was because this is where he lost it. He he. This is oh, where he true. blew up. Yeah. He blew up in camp, and then he blew up in um yes. in tribal. That is correct. Yeah, it was at like six o'clock Eastern, so still before midnight his time yeah because i remember um while we we're in camp before tribal happened he blew up and said that me and nacho knew each other and we were the ones running this thing and um that's how i how come like i didn't know if everyone was going to stick with luke because of the blow up in camp but as soon as we got to tribal, he just kept going. And then Ink Ink was like with him. So I wasn't sure if like people were going to flip last minute in tribal or we were all going to stick together like we had planned and vote Luke out. 
because he was just he was just like telling everything he thought he knew out there where everyone could see it. Yes. No filter. None. <laughs> um yeah, he uh he he blew the doors off when he left and I think um I want to say he maybe not. I thought he had like earned some sort of superlative for that, but I don't think he did. Um but yeah, he was pretty salty about the whole situation and uh yeah uh luke's gone you're down to a tribe of six you've attended every single tribal council thus far (laughs) and if uh if meg's notes here in the key events channel are correct this is the point i guess right after the tribal council where you uh gained access to your tribe's spider web yeah um shitters and i think it was shitters told me about it and he he showed me where it was Uh, but i still didn't understand anything about the spider web when i got there because everybody had their own little coding for these messages so i just read it and was like okay doesn't make any sense to me but all right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so i think it looks like that would have been day 12 ish uh, so, almost two weeks into the game, and uh, at this point, like, you know, BBGG found was the first person to find the spider web. I think he found it on like day two or three, and then people slowly had slowly started to like trickle into access with it. Um, since then, uh, it looks like I had the note here says that Barker gained it roughly the same time you did, uh, but on the Fosha tribe. So. There had been plenty of, you know, conversation happening at that point. And it it kind of, it was interesting. It's weird because there were just as many people trying to sincerely use it to talk to other people on the other side as there were people trying to, like, mess with the other's tribe and tell them the wrong thing and lead them astray and whatnot. And so it really jumbled up any type of communication that could happen from one side to the other. Yeah, and reading it, like, it would make no sense to anyone who didn't understand it already. Like, I, some people already had their little coding things yeah. of what uh, an apple or a cherry, like, they, and, and it, reading it, it makes no sense. Like, I, <laughs> so I read it once and was like, well, I'm not going to use that. And I went about my day. <laughs> yeah, like the fruit code that um, Crab and, and Shitters were using. But like some other people sort of knew what that meant, and then there was other other codes that were less thought out that were also being used. It was it was a it was a mess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I thought people would talk normally in there, and then reading the things with the fruits, and I was just like, okay, well, this makes no sense. And then <laughs> I was just like, well, this is just gonna go over my head anyway, so it's just make it one less thing to worry about. I'm just not gonna pay attention to it again. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I was, <laughs> I thought, oh well, it's nice that they showed me this, but you know, you come into it so late, none of it makes any sense. So I just, you know, was like, oh well, doesn't doesn't pertain to me. Yep, 
So uh, that brings us to the next challenge, which was a reward challenge, sort of, uh, which was math manipulation. And the reward was that you would get to spectate the other tribes tribal council because both tribes were going to attend tribal council yeah and... you know you know sorry to interrupt <laughs> nope, nope, you please. but it made me so angry with this challenge because we did so good for the first time and we still had to go to tribal <laughs> i know i know <laughs> <sighs> yeah it uh it sucked it sucked that that's how it it played out um so the way it ended up working was there were three rounds the first round uh you would each each tribe would come come up with a four digit number in the second round you were given your opponent's four digit number and then you had to provide seven other numbers uh, of varying they could not be the same that they would have to use in some sort of mathematical equation to get to that target number. And so you're trying to give them the seven numbers that would make it the most difficult. And then in the final round, you would use those seven numbers to try to get to your own target number as quickly as you can and as closely as you can. And so the closer you were to your target number, the better. And if there was a tie, it would come down to speed. And uh, so this, the, the format in and of itself created its own situation uh, particularly on the FOSHA side of things, but we won't really get into that here. But the <laughs> scheduling was kind of an issue. That being said, uh, yours tribe ended up with a target number of 2,240, and you were given the numbers 1369, 43, 89, and 97. And uh, you took, I think, a lot longer than the other or maybe not a lot longer, but longer than the other tribe did. And I think, I don't remember exactly, but I think that's how it happened. And so uh, I think it was Bun who who was like determined to make sure you got it at the exact moment. And uh, you ended up, did, you, you got it. You found a formula, uh, an equation that would use all seven numbers and landed perfectly on your target of 2240 um i guess before <laughs> before we go any further like how did you feel that this challenge went like from the inside of it on your side i was proud of my team like <laughs> <laughs> um okay so it's like i joined the chess club and I don't know how to play chess. That's how it feels. Mm -hmm. I am horrible at math and making equations. So I was watching them like chat away and making these new equations. And I was very unhelpful because I was lost <laughs> the whole time during this challenge. Because like I understood what we were supposed to be doing. But I'm so bad at math, trying to make an equation that would fit the number just was not working for me. Like, I tried. I was writing it on paper while they were all just typing away into the messages. And I'm just glad that um, they were able to figure it out because I was getting nowhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> if it had been me alone, this challenge would have been a lot longer. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think anybody on their own probably takes a lot longer. Just it helps to like have ideas bouncing back and forth and, and, and inspiring each person and whatnot. Um, and I think, and I guess kind of glossed over this initially, but um, <laughs> I, I, I made mistakes, I think, on both sides during this challenge, but I'd given you the wrong number at one point. Oh, yes, uh, I remember now. <laughs> uh, so, you know, when we were just, and like, I think it happened multiple times, and like, I felt like awful, and I kept saying, like, your time's going to be adjusted, your time's going to be adjusted. Um, cause like you'd put in all this work to get to the, you know, the right answer or whatever. And then I'd be like, hold on a second. I messed up and everybody have to start over from scratch. And, uh, yeah, like I remember it happening, like we'd start off and we'd be doing, they'd be doing their thing and then it'd be the, we'd be close. I think the first time it was, we were close to whatever we were trying to get to. And that's when you chimed in, oh, no, uh, I messed up. And um, I don't, I feel like we got frustrated, but I don't feel like we got as frustrated as, as the other side on things. But like, I know it was, it was frustrating to have to like start it all back over. Like, but I never like, you're human. So I never was like, well, dang, come on, man. Like, (laughs) I wasn't going to, like, hate on you for it. I just know that some people got frustrated more than others during the challenge. Yeah, it was uh, so one of those situations where, like, I just remember, like, the behind-the-scenes talk conversations and, like, reading the viewer's lounge and, like, someone in the viewer's lounge was like, oh, wait, they have the wrong numbers. And, like, wait, really? And then you have to go triple-check that that's true before you can even like tell you guys to stop because if it's not true i don't want to make you stop for no reason and then that makes it more difficult to figure out your time and then like okay well how do we adjust the time because on the one hand like if you're working with different numbers then like you really haven't made any progress in your goal but at the other side like if five of the seven numbers are right it's not like you've had you could you've made no progress like you've definitely built a foundation of like okay i want to try to use the numbers to get to this and and so it was really I, I don't even remember at this point like exactly how we mathed out your answers um uh using the right numbers uh although it looks like i typed up a thing at the end that eventually boiled down to uh from from when i gave you the actual correct numbers to when you figured it out was 11 minutes and 53 seconds and we included five and a half minutes from the previous amount of time onto it uh, for your official time of 17 minutes and 23 seconds, um, which ultimately didn't end up mattering in ter- determining who won, but uh, would have felt really awful if it had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I remember um, people getting really frustrated wanting to know all the timing before before it was over because they were frustrated with all the mistakes and stuff. But I was just like, whatever happens, happens because <laughs> obviously it didn't matter anyway, if we were all going to tribal. True. True. Yeah. Uh, so your time of 17 minutes, 23 seconds with the 
exact number you were trying to get. Um, meanwhile, Fosha submitted their final answer in five minutes and 40 seconds. So faster than you, regardless of how the time was factored. Um, but their target, was they, the number that their formula reached or equation reached was one number away from their target, meaning you won. <laughs> you did it. But we didn't. We didn't win, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so what ended up, the, the way the schedule worked and is that Fosha would go to tribal council the next day. Nero would go the day after that so that you'd see the tribal council first, um, which, you know, when I was making, when we made that uh, from a scheduling standpoint, like, I don't know, that just made sense. Like, why would you vote somebody out and then deny them the quote unquote reward that they had earned? But when you, when I do think about it, like I've seen every season of, of the show and every time a situation like this happens, it's almost always the winning tribe goes first and everyone who's still there spectates immediately after that. Um, And so it is weird that like, it felt like it made more sense to do it in the reverse way for us. But I, I do get the idea of like, well, the Fosha tribe goes first and then they have a day off. Whereas Nero doesn't really get a day off because they have to go one spectate tribal and then go to tribal themselves the next day. Uh, so I, I can see where that kind of became a thing. Um, but I guess, I don't know, like, what was your take on that um, from your side? Bother me any. <laughs> I mean, even if we had a day off, uh, or or if, not a day off, but, like, if we had went first, it, it wouldn't have mattered, like, to me. It could have mattered to my team. But <laughs> either way, like watching it or not watching it, it wouldn't have made a difference for me. <laughs> okay. I couldn't take this information anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so the next day was Fosh, uh, Fosh's tribal council. First time most of the people over there had been to tribal council. Uh, I don't know if you remember, I guess one, if you remember much of what transpired and two, if it really impacted the way you thought about anything well see um i know they voted greg off yep but i didn't know greg like i had never met him (laughs) so it didn't make a difference to me what happened because i had i didn't know the guy but they all seemed to be really happy with greg being gone so i was happy for him (laughs) (laughs) but like that's all i got from that was okay greg wasn't a great player and now he's gone and that that <laughs> I mean the only information you could get for it was whoever voted Greg and put this is what happens when you throw my name out there pal. Now that gave information but you don't know who who put that vote out there. Right. Like yeah. unless they told, unless they just like blabbered after this was over and been like, "Well, it was me." You wouldn't get any information. Like that's how I felt. Like, yes, you get to see how the other people kind of think during a tribal, but a lot of them, like you had said, it's their first time. So I don't feel you'd be getting as much information out of it as you could if it had been like their second or third time. Mm-hmm. And then like our team wasn't really getting information out of it because 
half of us still didn't know half of the other team. Like, it was kind of just, yay, we get to watch, but then, yay, we get to go back to tribal. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think of it, like, I compare it to, I think this was the third time we'd done that as a reward. And uh, at least in the in season three when we did it, it was... Well, similar. It was similar in the sense that it was like it, ha- it took place shortly before the merge was going to happen. Um, but in that season, there were two swaps already, uh, a smaller cast, and I think everybody kind of had some sort of familiarity with almost everyone else at the point in which it happened, uh, as opposed to here, where, yeah, a lot of people who still had no connections to a lot of other people, and um, that kind of deflates some of the information that you could have gleaned from from watching what happens i feel like um since we were a bigger season like it gives some kind of insight a little on how people think like when they type answers to the questions that you write on there but i mean if people aren't paying attention then they're not going to get any of the information that they could have gotten from that tribal like it just depends on how you think when you like go into it you know yeah yeah absolutely uh so that tribal ends um let's let's talk about the next 24 hours after that uh 24 hours were horrible (laughs) yeah i it was it was a really it was obviously like uh, upsetting I, uh, for you, of of course, but for I remember like like kind of not really understanding how we went from unanimous Luke vote to what ends up happening next on that side. So what? How did that sort of happen from from your perspective? Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember thinking, okay, our last tribal with Luke, ink, ink, link, link, whatever. Um, I remember that she was getting very hostile and kind of um, siding with Luke. So in my head, I was like, she'll flip. Like, we can't trust her to take her to the merge because she'll flip. Mm-hmm. So I went to shitters with it. I was like, I don't I don't know if uh, we should, like, I think this should be our next vote out. So I went to shitters and Ace and Cheese. Cheese never spoke to me. And that never happens. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like um, since we know each other on another Discord channel and we talk privately, um, he always gets back to me. So after messaging Cheese and not seeing anything and not seeing anything, and then I'm hearing other players talk about how the vote sounds like it's going to go, like even though they're lying to me, like how they say that the vote's going to go, they have Cheese in the plan. And that's when I knew that everyone was lying, that it was me, that um, no matter how hard I pushed, uh, I, I don't think they were going to all just 
go with me. So in my brain, uh, Ace had given me an option to vote out Cheese, but I think at that moment I had I didn't know yet that Cheese w- had flipped on me. Like I still I still thought he was on my side, so I was like, well, I can't do that. That that's a, that's like my second closest ally in this game because we do know each other. I was like, he wouldn't do that. And then, um, like, uh, Bun, I thought, I, I thought he was closer to inking because everyone made it sound like they were like really close. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't think Bun will flip on her. Um, so I don't even know if I even brought up, voting her off with him because everybody made it sound like they were so close and and i should have just went with my gut and just brought it up to him but i didn't because we all thought they were just so close so i realized the next day when i hadn't heard from cheese that it was me and i didn't think i was going to get any any leeway with with them to change their vote to to vote with me and so i just i told shitters um to go with it just go with them all um that he i feel like he could have won it so he needed to just not stick his neck out and end up being a target um that he needed to just vote with the group and i'll just accept it i'll just be the sacrifice because as soon as cheese turned on me i just like i knew then that i was kind of screwed yeah because like i was like if your friend turns on you all because luke made them all think that i was running this thing which i wasn't (laughs) but like he made them all think that like that just ruined my chance of getting anywhere with this group. So I just kind of accepted it. (laughs) And I know there's like people that were like, you should have pushed harder, but I feel like some of them were so caught up with the Luke debacle. It, it wasn't going to go anywhere. It's all because Cheese told Luke that we knew each other. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, it was, and, and, and you know, it, I felt, uh, I feel like it happened, um, the same thing kind of happened last season, I, I want to say, with, uh, with Flair was, to a certain degree, maybe not, it's not like exactly the same, but you know, you have a relatively small group of people, I think six both times, and Flair and you, I like I feel like remembering back, like I think most of the people on your tribe liked you. Maybe the exception is Link Link at that point. Um either as a person or as a as a player, ally, whatever. And it just seemed like there were like everyone was having the same conversation of like, man, I really don't want to vote out Trophy Wife, but that's where the votes are. But if everyone's having that conversation, like it's like, you know, I can I can connect those dots like you can like you don't have to do it. Right. 
and <laughs> it's it's shitty that you know you never you could have you know i don't know if it i don't remember if it happened I, i'm guessing it didn't but like if you could have had say a a conversation between uh ace and cheeses and bon and shitters all at the same time in a sub channel or something like that like maybe by having all four of them talking at the same time in the same place like a different outcome is reached but because everyone's having these like daisy chain conversations in their dm channels even like no one's confident enough to say well i don't want to vote trophy out no one's confident enough to say like what if we like what about something else because they think there's like three other people not in that two one-on-one conversation they're like well we're voting for trophy and that's what's gonna happen and i don't get it it's it's crazy especially looking at like how just like like you kind of said like i feel similarly that you know that group going to the merge with link link seems like a not great idea given the circumstances and and i think i brought that up with i brought it up with somebody i know i did but she'd flip and and that because she the way she had talked in the tribal before she was already like the way it sounded is already gonna flip like it it was completely obvious and I feel if Nacho had only talked to me instead of ignoring me that whole day and then showing up at the end of tribal or middle, he showed up sometime during tribal. If he had only talked to me instead of hiding, that's how I felt is he was hiding. Um, If he had only said something, maybe we could have figured it out. But since he had blocked me out basically and, and, for some reason, everyone was just siding with the with Ink Ink, and 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 no one was really trying to talk to me and in, into changing their minds because every time I brought something up, it was oh no no no, um, they'd have someone else that they were voting. It just it, it went nowhere and. I felt like they could have made better decisions because seeing the way that the game was played farther on, um, it was obviously a bad decision for some of them. Yes. Like, not all of them, some of them, but like, it just sucked that I was that close to getting to like my goal that, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I was voted out right before. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, just one one away, and um, you know, you're looking at let's see, Ace. Like obviously, great result for Link Link. Um, yeah, it, it benefited. I think you going instead of her benefits her more than anybody else, um, and then it probably benefits. It's tough to say like that 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 decision benefits shitters or benefits bun specifically uh, or Jesus even like those three made it to the final four but it's you know I can't say that they couldn't have done that otherwise and I don't think that specifically um, having link link there instead of you makes that more or less difficult but it's absolutely ends up being a terrible decision for ace because it's a big part of why he gets voted out at nine um so yeah 
and I'll, I'll, I'm curious to see what, how he kind of re- refers to a lot of this, uh, this vote when I talk to him, because I kind of remember he being one of the like more vocal people about not really caring that you're being voted out and actually wanting you to be voted out instead of Link Link, and so I'm, I'm curious to see if that, if my memory is correct, and and how he feels about it, you know, about a year later. Yeah, it um like reading over everything, I shouldn't have trusted Ace as much as I had trusted him. Like I I felt like the only reason I trusted him so much is he came in with cheese. And mm. it it I guess in my mind, if they were close, then it'd be okay if I was close to him. Because why would someone just be like, oh, I vouched for him, and then they, you know, they end up being, like, a crappy person later on. <laughs> like, you can't, you can never tell yeah. unless they show it, and he didn't show it. Like, he didn't show that, like, he could be a backstabber like that. Like, I guess I should have got a red flag when he didn't ever tell Link the truth, and that he just um, went with it, and then later was like, oops. <laughs> like, I guess that should have been my red flag, but it, it never, it never, like, occurred to me until later on. Right. When it's already too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you, yeah, you talked shitters, told him, hey, look, uh, don't make this worse for yourself. <laughs> um, and then going to... I don't know, like what, how did, how did tribal council feel? And like, you know, seeing the, the reality kind of hit you, I guess. Well, I knew, I didn't, I don't think I talked very much during tribal, like, because I knew, like, what's the point of answering these questions when you already know you're the one that's going to be voted out, just let the others talk their heads off and let them get what they want to say out. But like, if you know, and, and I just didn't want to feel like more, like I didn't want to feel shittier than I already felt. So I just kind of kept quiet. Like when you ask, Oh, what do you know where the vote's going? And people are like, Oh, well, you know, I don't know. It could go one way or another. And I could just write, well, you know, it's me. I know I'm going home. What's the point? Like, I was so, I was upset and disheartened. But I also didn't want to ruin Shitter's chance at asking him, you know, to side with me. I wanted him to have the best chance to like win this thing and I didn't want him to put his neck out there. So I just, just told him, uh, it's fine. It's okay. But like with everyone else, I kind of was just like, whatever. Like, I just, I didn't want to talk that tribal and I don't think I really did at all. I didn't, I didn't say a word until I was out because I already knew like, once you know, you just got to kind of let it happen, I guess. I didn't want to go out like Luke and just, like, try to burn the whole tribe down. But I also didn't um, 
I just kind of just let it happen. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, five votes against you. You voted for Link Link, and you are the sixth person eliminated from the season. You are pre-merge. You are not on the jury, so you get to go to the viewers' lounge and talk to all the nice, fun, comforting viewers uh, who have been watching the season, uh, as well as get to... I don't know, like, you'll, you, the server's, whole server's open to you, basically, and so you kind of can follow along and whatnot, um, and, and I'm always interested, you know, do you, is, like, one of the, outside of, like, the viewer's lounge and everybody immediately, like, telling you how much they liked you and, and, uh, appreciated your unwillingness to give up on the challenges and all that kind of stuff, but, um, is is like going back to the Nero tribes camp and the DM channels there and like kind of seeing what the immediate like reactions are from the survivors of that tribal council. Is that something that you did or, or thought of? Yeah, I went through everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know people said not to. I know that the lounge was like encouraging not to go back and read or um, to take your time and do it, but I kind of just sat here for like a few hours <laughs> and went back and just read like everything. And that's when I knew Ace was someone I shouldn't have trusted trusted as much. Um, I knew Shitters was a great friend and Bun was like from what we had talked like he was a good friend too and I knew when I like looking over things I could have probably done a few things different and I know I probably should have done a few things different but you know it's the past and you can't change it so that's what happened like it some of it can can make it can hurt your feelings but you don't you only take it with like a grain of salt because this is an online game it's not like i know these people and they're they're like actually talking like that behind my back where i can see it later like it's a it's an online game so like i took it with a grain of salt and i was like okay well that's fine we can still be friends after this mm -hmm. i think I don't know if me and Luke talked any after I was voted out. I don't even know if he stayed really in the, in the lounge much. I know I saw him once or twice, but, like, we never really talked about things. But, like, I talked to everyone else. I have I hold no grudges against these people. Like, I, I, I saw it. As, it's like a social experiment, and I found it to be fun. But, yeah, like, it sucked. And suck, it sucked reading back over it. But, I mean, it was fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Um, uh, so, I guess, you know, you one of the things you had said right when you left was, you know, go win this. And, I mean, that happens. <laughs> you know, you get to kind of watch the... You know what the rest of the season play out and shitters does win 
you know. So was, happy he won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does that does that kind of I don't know, not lessen the sting really, but like I don't know, does it? It doesn't lessen the sting, but it made it. I guess more tolerable because out of everyone, me and him had already went to every tribal council together. We had already been on the same team since the beginning. And if there was anyone out of everyone that I wanted to win, I knew it was shitters because he was genuinely a nice person. Like he, even I guess if he wasn't interested he would want to know how your day was going or whatever. Like, he just seemed really nice to me and smart. Like, some of these challenges, he he was he's blowing through them like they were nothing. And so I thought out of everyone, he should win it. And I'm so glad he did. Yes. He more than earned that victory. Uh, and uh, lost a lot, of good, a lot of good friends along the way to get to the end. Um, uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, so, uh, I guess to kind of just like wrap this up now, I mentioned that it had been a while since the last person I talked to from this season, which was Squirb. And when I talked to Squirb, I got her questions for Dorian, who I haven't talked to yet. Uh, if I do, hopefully I do, but not yet. Uh, and after Dorian, I was going to talk to Luke, but Luke's currently uh, busy, so I haven't talked to him yet either, but I did get questions from Squirb for him if I don't talk to Dorian in the interim. I asked Squirb <laughs> for questions for you when I found out you'd be the next person I'm talking to, and I didn't really get any from her. Uh, I know she's in an org right now because Meg's in it with her, but um, so I, so I'm kind of paraphrasing some of the other questions she had given for the other two and and going to use those uh, as my questions for you here. Uh, the first one is, and maybe you have no experience with them, but do you have any opinions on squirrels? I love squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm like one of those crazy squirrel people that if you see a squirrel, like a dog, you say squirrel because it makes me excited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do that in real life. <laughs> My yeah. mom and them make fun of me because of that. <laughs> yes, I know Meg and I go for walks every other day or so and... We, we really like, like, obviously we look for the cats and the dogs. Uh, we really like seeing bunnies when we go for the walks, but we get, we get squirrels too. And uh, it's, I don't know, just like, I, I don't know. I feel like it extends to like any creature, like any creature you see, like, oh my gosh, it's a creature. And it's, it's really exciting. Uh, I usually do that a lot with squirrels though. <laughs> <laughs> Cause there's been chances in the past where um, I almost had a squirrel as a pet. <gasps> because someone was offering baby they had rescued baby squirrels and they asked if anybody wanted any and i i um messaged them and got in contact with them and then last minute i wasn't able to get it because they had given them away to someone else <laughs> hmm. darn <laughs> uh, 
so the other question she had uh, pertains to the um, rocks tribal at the very beginning of the season. And I, I'm kind of going to reshape the question a little bit from, from your own vantage point for it. But, you know, did it, I guess, like, as a, as a, yeah, as the, as one of the people, you know, alongside shooters who went to every single tribal that you were in the game for, you know, how how does that kind of affect the way you look at and, and approach the game to, you know, the first time you're there at a place where, you know, the person who gets the most votes should go home and the person who got zero votes, a person who got zero votes goes home and, and it really kind of turns things in on its on its head and it, it really starts the game off in this chaotic way you know how did that if at all you know force you to like rethink and, and recontextualize what you were doing playing um the way it made me think is i never wanted to go to rocks again <laughs> yeah i'm sure <laughs> like because I, I kind of knew what rocks were. Everyone else in the game had already probably played, or a lot of them had played and knew what um, all this was. And going to rocks and seeing how it actually played out, I knew that I didn't want to go there again. And no matter what, I was going to try to get the votes so that we would never have to get to go there again. Because that that's not fun. Like, the people that don't deserve to leave are the ones that end up being the ones that get rocked out. Yeah. Like it never works where <laughs> the person that hasn't contributed as much in all this is the one that's rocked out. Like it's always the one that has done so much and probably a lot more than others. That's the one that's gone. So all I knew in my head after that first tribal and the first rock out was i don't want this again like it's not happening so all i knew is like from then on no matter what it wasn't happening like <laughs> i don't care if i have to throw a vote for someone else and like that way that makes it where it's not even and we don't go to rocks i was gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> uh fair enough that's i i totally get it it's uh it's kind of kind of insane that so many of the people involved in that first one ended up going to rocks a second time in the same season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would have hated to have been then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, I, I've already confirmed definitely hundred percent talking to BBGG. It's already scheduled. So he is the next person. I also understand that, you never spent uh, 10 seconds on the same tribe as BBGG, but nope. uh, do you have a question that I can ask him when I, I talk to him? I do. I was wondering how he was so good and fast at finding items in the resource crafting challenge. Like, was <laughs> it the time difference? Did that seem to help him? Or was it just luck? Like, I, I've been wondering how the heck like he was able to find so much <laughs> and the rest of us were just you know left in the dust yeah i i think i think i think everyone 
who wasn't him from your season is really curious to know how he did it. So I, I'm, yeah, I'm look, I'm excited to ask him that. Yeah, because that's the one question that's been going through my head is like, how did he do it? Because like, I know I was doing the best I could, but every time we'd get somewhere, it'd be gone. And I'm pretty sure he was the one that found it. <laughs> it's good, good odds, good odds. <laughs> yeah, he, like, he almost found as many, um, what are they, the uh, seashells. So you needed two seashells to as part of immunity, and there were five total, so that, you know, all three tribes couldn't possibly get immunity. Uh, he found four of them, <laughs> of the five. Nobody found the fifth one. And Estropi, as a tribe, found five items. It just, it just, it's, it's crazy. I don't get know. <laughs> My team was trying so hard and it just got nowhere. <laughs> yeah, he found 13 items by himself. Well, Jeez. I, I don't know by himself necessarily, but, uh, you know, maybe Ace was there with him. But, like, he himself used the right command for 13 different things, uh, which is just pure insanity. That's a lot. Yeah. I just, I wish we could have done that. That would have been nice. You know, maybe yellow shouldn't be a tribe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've heard that. Uh... No, you know, I'm happy there's a yellow tribe. I always like to see the yellow tribe go down the drain like mine did. It's fun. <laughs> it's interesting as someone watching the game. It's not fun when you're the one that's on the yellow tribe. Yeah, for sure, I agree. <laughs> it's um, because and and what I think what's more what's interesting is that uh, each yellow tribe finds its own unique way of of being bad at things <laughs> and messing up, <laughs> because you know what like I it just it just I don't know it's it's a really interesting coincidence. I, yeah, and I feel even if you got rid of yellow as a tribe there would be another color that would take its place so it does i don't think it matters what you do one of the colors is eventually going to turn into the cursed tribe so i mean why get rid of yellow at all when another color will just take its place that's fair yeah i think all everyone who keeps saying like stop doing yellow tribes like some somebody's gonna have to be the unlucky one and if it's not yellow it's going to be a color that you like more. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess. So, so at that point. Um, I don't know. I think that kind of covers Dark Forest. Is there anything else you can think of from uh, your time in the game that we didn't touch on? No, I feel like we pretty much touched on everything. All right. Um, well, I guess the other, before, before we, uh, wrap it up, um, you've been a viewer of the subsequent seasons, uh, since, since Dark Forest, um, and a present, I guess, would be a good way, uh, a fair description, a present person around the HQ and just uh, around Alliance in general and, and that means a lot to me and i guess i would just ask you know watching the few other seasons uh however intently or not intently that as you did um 
don't know, like, is there anything you've seen since Dark Forest that, I don't know how I want to phrase it, I guess just that you've, that you've seen either in, in High Seas or in Summit that just kind of gives you a feeling of, of, you know, I really wish this had been in my season, if that makes sense. I don't know if there's anything that I've watched where I'm like, I wish that was in my season. There are things where I'm like, I wish what was in my season is in their season. Like, you know okay. what I mean? Okay. Like, like, like what? I've like touchy subjects. That was my favorite thing. It always ends up pulling like who, like, you know, Luke was voted for all the bad things. And like, sometimes I feel like people need that wake up call. <laughs> Like they don't, they're not as good as they think they are. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes I wish that was thrown in there just to spice things up sometimes. Cause you get those people that think like they're doing great and like they're running the show when they, in reality, they are not like that. That's sometimes what I wish is thrown in there every now and then. But like watching the other season, like I watch the seasons religiously. Like anytime anything's happening, I tell my husband that's time out. Like I'm done doing whatever else. I have to put my TV on and um, I turn it to my computer and I watch everything. Like I'm really good at like when the season's happening. I might not be in the HQ very much, but when a season happens, I'm there. Unless it's a 24 hour thing and then I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Very fair. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I know Touchy Subjects is Meg's favorite challenge, too, and, um, I don't know that there's a specific reason why there wasn't one in, uh, High Seas, and the one in Summit was tailored a little differently, um, but I, I really like it, too, and I think it's just gonna be a matter of, you know, finding a, a way to put it in there, because it's, it's really tough to set that up as a challenge for immunity and it's tough to find space for challenges that aren't for immunity depending on the number of people in the cast and how long the season is but uh, you could always do what you did before and just make it people choose their teams like whoever's best at the touchy subjects yeah yeah, yeah. i thought that was interesting and i like the touchy subject thing like i don't know i always just the way um people think is is that's what i find interesting mm -hmm. it's like a, because like i said earlier like it's like a, a social like social game and this just sees how people think about other people like i i don't know it might just be me but that's that's what i find like really interesting about it is like how people think like it's just like so fascinating to me yeah, I I can't unfortunately uh, give any sort of official <laughs> confirmation about what's happening in Nexus Park or whatnot, but I I do hear that uh, desire for touchy subjects to come back, and I I would say out uh, beside um, the auction, I think that's the next most like thing that people are like wait there's no sub touchy subjects like that's not okay there needs to be a touchy subjects i get it i i and i mostly agree 
Yeah, I don't, did we? I don't think we had an auction in our season, did we? No. You, well, uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't think so. I was like, I, I like that's probably why I don't like feel as close to the auction thing as a lot of other people do, and I'm like, I feel like towards touchy subjects more. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I just find it to be interesting how people it, it, like come to decisions or like end up like playing. It it's just such an interesting concept. Yeah. I agree. And and it, it brings out a lot of usually brings out a lot of, of very interesting uh ideas and and thoughts and reactions from from the players which is always fun yeah (laughs) Uh, so so, uh we'll see how that see we'll see maybe maybe it'll show up uh in nexus park um and uh i'm i don't know i guess that's it i guess i guess we finished two and a half hours it's pretty long I didn't think it was going to actually last that long. Like I was like, I don't have a lot to talk about. It'll be really short. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, that puts you, I don't know. I have to edit it of course, but like that puts you like top 10 for longest episode relative to how many days you spent in the game. It's pretty long. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, thank you so much uh, for doing this, taking the time. I really appreciate it, and I think everyone's going to enjoy hearing your perspective. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, and I look forward to seeing you in the Viewer's Lounge come Nexus Park. Yep, I can't wait. <laughs> me either. Um, have a good rest of your day, and I'm sure I'll see you around. Yep, you too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game Podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Keep your eyes peeled for upcoming announcements related to our new season, Nexus Park. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she Without a trace Nothing's gone forever Only out of place So long, farewell Oh, what I'll be to say Wait a minute Wait a minute